0: Retirement. That's a fuzzy place somewhere in the future for many people. Do we have to retire? How do we prepare for it? Will we really be free? And what does that mean exactly? I'm going to answer these questions and more as I travel the road. I'll cover different topics related to having the life you want. I don't pretend to have all the answers, so sometimes I'll have a guest who knows more than I do about a particular subject. I'm Jackie Desette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Just sit back, Relax, and let me lead you on a journey to freedom. Hi, and welcome to episode 19 of Beyond Retirement. I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm pleased to have you join me today. I always forget at the end of the show to mention that I do have a website that you can check out. Actually, I've got a couple of them. But the relevant one for this podcast is beyondretirement.ca. On that site, you'll find a link to my blog, to my podcast episodes, and now you can also check out my own travel program that'll give you the know-how to travel long-term for up to 70% less than it costs to stay home full-time. It's crazy to think that you could be traveling more and spending less than you're spending to stay home, isn't it? Last week, I began this short series on affordability by talking about how to organize yourself in terms of how much you have to live on for your retirement. We looked at identifying necessities and desirables, and this week, as promised, I'll talk a little bit about how to pare down your expenses so that they don't outrun your income. Like I say in my intro each week, sometimes there'll be other people who know a lot more about a topic than I do this is probably one of those situations so what you're going to hear today is my opinion don't take it as gospel because I'm not a financial planner or even exceptionally good at cutting costs and saving money and you might have different ideas about what to cut and how to do it but I've taken a lot of different stabs at it and I've got some experience with what works for me and what doesn't so that's what I'm going to share take from it what you wish Maybe you'll shut me off saying what a load of crap, or maybe you'll find something that you haven't thought of. Whatever the situation is, remember that I'm not endorsing any particular course of action. I'm simply giving some suggestions based on my experience. Okay, so that was my disclaimer for this episode. Everyone's always trying to find ways to save money. It seems to be the holy grail of life. I often hear, if only I could save a bit more. I could do XYZ. We all have lots of things to spend money on, don't we? It seems that no matter how much or how little we make, it's all gone at the end of the month. Sometimes even before the end of the month, if we're not careful. Cutting costs and saving money isn't rocket science by any stretch, but it does take a high level of commitment, and that is sometimes hard to swallow. Humans, in general, tend to shy away from anything that takes effort and making a commitment is a sure sign that effort is required. If you're not ready to commit to a specific course of action, the outcome you're looking for isn't going to be achieved. It doesn't matter whether you're trying to lose weight, studying for an exam, or saving money. If you aren't willing to put in the necessary work, you won't get the desired results. We've all got an idea about the standard of living we want to have, whether it's where we are now, or higher, or lower than our current point. And to be honest, your desired standard of living is very rarely lower than what you've currently got. But to cut costs and save money, it might be that you have to cut out a few of the luxuries that you've been enjoying. I'm not suggesting lowering your standard of living substantially. Just readjust what you're doing a bit, first thing to consider when you're trying to cut costs is what your baseline standard of living is. That means how low are you really willing to go? This flows directly from the last couple of episodes where I had you identify the essentials and the desirables in your current life that you're paying for now. This is where the list of desirables comes into play. So grab that list from last week. We're going to take a look at what's on it and see where we can start cutting some costs. If you're willing to cut to the bare bones to save as much as possible, it's certainly achievable. But most of us want to continue enjoying life while we're saving for the future. Entertainment is a category where people generally spend considerably more money than they really need to. Of course, it's important to have some entertainment in your life. All work and no play makes Sammy a pretty dull guy, right? But what you choose as entertainment doesn't necessarily have to be expensive. This category usually includes items like concerts and festivals, music, books, movies. It also includes subscriptions to internet providers, cable TV, Netflix, iTunes, Audible, Amazon Prime, and other platforms that have downloadable content for a monthly fee. While each of these subscriptions may not seem expensive on its own, when you add up a few of them, the monthly cost rises quickly. So this is a spot to begin your paring down. Look at the various subscription services and see which offer multiple streams for the cost. Like Amazon Prime, for example. It gives you access to music, movies, and books, as well as saving you money on shipping if you're buying online. You might say, but I can get so much more content on Netflix, and that's probably true. But do you spend enough time in front of a screen watching those shows to warrant paying for both? If your true joy in life is Netflix, then definitely keep paying for it and look at something else to reduce your costs. Another area where many of us can probably cut back a little bit is food. Good healthy food isn't cheap for sure, but the number of coffees we purchase each week, the number of drive-through meals or little snacks we get as we run errands, all add up to considerable amount of money at the end of the month. Cutting out one purchased coffee per day will probably save you a minimum of about 25 bucks a month. And that doesn't sound like much, but an extra $25 a month into your RRSP certainly adds up over time, and it's a small change to your routine that probably won't be missed after the first couple of days. And you can always make a coffee at home and take it with you if you absolutely have to have that cup in the morning. And taking lunch to work instead of buying one is another way to save a bit. These are simple little changes that reap big rewards long term without causing huge heartache in your daily life. Gifting is another category where many of us go overboard. When special occasions arise, we want to give our family and friends gifts that are meaningful and that will be appreciated and useful. Somehow that always equates to costly in our minds, but it doesn't have to. Most people are much more moved by and appreciative of gifts that show thought and effort, both of which were free to give the last time I checked. A wonderful Christmas morning, for example, doesn't need to mean tons of gifts under the tree. It could be getting up together and having breakfast, and then going to serve at a local food kitchen, or visiting a nursing home or a hospital where the residents don't get to go home to family. One more category where many of us could probably find savings is vacations. The majority of people save up some money for a vacation, but then once they're there, They splurge and they put a bunch of extra expenses on a credit card because they're living in the moment. To this, I say simply be cognizant of what you're spending. Take a look at that souvenir before you fork out what's probably at least two or three times its actual worth in order to buy it. Is it something you're going to use after the vacation or is it something that's going to sit on a shelf or in a box because it's really got nothing to offer other than a being a reminder of your time on vacation. If it's the latter, I suggest taking a picture of it instead of buying it. Now, I don't suggest that you try cutting down in all areas of your life at once. That's pretty much a recipe for failure, unless you're very determined and very committed to saving money. I suggest maybe trying one cutback for a month to see how it goes. Once you're satisfied that the world hasn't collapsed in on top of you, you can cut back on something else. Slowly but surely, your expenses will decrease, and you probably won't even notice the change in lifestyle. But if it's all done correctly, you should notice either an increase in your disposable income or an increase in your savings account, if you've taken the action of redirecting the extra money that way straight from the start. I'd love to hear what you do to cut costs. What are your money-saving tips that you can share with other people? Send me an email at retireabc at gmail.com and let me know. If I get a few suggestions, I'll feature them in an upcoming episode. Thanks very much for listening and hope you have a great week. And that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm your host, Jackie Desette. If you liked what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, review the show, and leave me a rating. It helps me move up in the ranks and reach more people. If you've got any questions or comments, drop by my website, www.beyondretirement.ca, and leave me a short message. Thanks again for listening, and we'll chat again next week.